Good morning, everybody. What a pleasure it is indeed to to do a sermon this morning, to be in God's presence and to be in everybody else's presence, just to serve God and just to just to get the word out there and just do what He says and make disciples of all nations. So it's with a great pleasure that I am here this morning and um, God laid on my heart a word I have to bring and. I'm going to bring it. So, before we carry on, let's just pray. Dear Father, we come to you this morning, Lord, and we pray that you will bless this word that you laid upon my heart. Father, also, we thank you, Father, for being alive this morning. We also thank you for being able to be in your presence. We thank you for all our brothers and sisters. Father, we ask that whoever tunes into this sermon this morning, Father God, that the word will break through, Father. We thank you, our almighty God. We ask that you hear our prayer in the name of Jesus. Amen. So, during this whole week, and it's, it's actually been a, a while now that I got, you know, it seems like people just ain't breaking through to God, and it just ain't, it seems like nothing is happening. You can pray, you can, you can fast, you can do anything. It seems like there's obstacles in whatever we do, to, we can't break through to God, so God laid it on my heart, so this, this week, today, I'll be, I'll be addressing the point of breaking the barriers. So to break the barriers, I think it's the most important thing of all, so that we will be able to break through to God. And by breaking through to God, we'll be able to hear His voice more clear will also be able to receive the blessings that he he has in store for us. So I spent some time with with the word, spent some time with God, and I asked him to guide me through on how to break the barriers, how to break through to him, how to break obstacles in our daily life, and also. Um, in our relationship with God. So, I need to make this clear that in order to break a barrier, you need to firstly acknowledge that there is a barrier. But before we get to that, let's just hear, let's see what the dictionary has to say, um, what's the definition of a barrier. So. The normal standard English dictionary says, the definition of a barrier is a fence or other obstacle that prevents movement or access to something or somebody. So, it means that a barrier is is, uh, um, is, an, is a fence or any other obstacle that prevents us from reaching a point beyond that or it prevents us from having 
um, access or restricts us to a certain something or somebody. So, by understanding that what a barrier is, we can now go and see how to, what's the process on breaking a barrier. So, this barrier can be anything. It can be um, uh, emotionally, it can be spiritually, it can be anything that restricts you or prevents you from reaching God or reaching out to God. Seems like your prayers is not answered, your prayers doesn't even reach God. And many, many people experience that in their, in their spiritual life. So, first of all, we need to acknowledge that there is a barrier or any obstacle that prevents us from reaching out to God or prevents us from hearing God's voice or receiving God's blessings. Something is bothering, something is, is causing a restriction or a restriction of movement or a prevention from getting to where our focus should be. So the second thing is um, we, need to, we need to have a focus, we need to have an end vision, we need to get to a point where we say, okay, um, I, I acknowledge Father that uh, I have certain barriers. So now you, you know that there's a barrier, you, you, you can feel it, 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 it seems like there's no communication or there's a communication failure or there's a, um, a reaching failure to God. So you identify that there's a barrier, there's an obstacle or there's some sort of thing that prevents you from reaching God or re God reaching out to you. Um, something is wrong. So. The second thing is you need to have a focus. You need to, in this case, it will be, I want to focus on, excuse me, having a relationship with Christ, having a relationship with God, um, following His footsteps. I want to, I want to know Him better. I want Him to, um, I want to hear His voice. I, I, I want the blessings that God has installed for me to actually come my way. But things can't just pass through something. It needs to be broken down or demolished completely before something can reach up to a certain point. So if you drive on a highway or um, even even in, in, in a normal city, when, when you go from, let's say, from one um, let's say you want to go to the local supermarket, you'll have to go through certain stop signs or robots or traffic lights. Um, it, it, it restricts you of having a constant movement. So you'll, you'll have to stop at the, the stop street or you'll have to stop at the traffic light and wait for the traffic light to go green before you can actually advance to the next point where you get all those are, are obstacles but you need to identify now this is the third thing and that's a and that is a really important thing is to identify what is the obstacle or what is the barrier in your life that prevents you from reaching another level or another state or or reaching god in the spiritual 
being in his spiritual presence and and just getting to know God or hearing his voice or breaking through through certain certain circumstances or obstacles in your life there's barriers so you need to break down that barriers but before you break it down you need to identify what is the barrier you need to identify what is the problem or the obstacle in your life in order to break it down so you can advance now you need to go and sit and have a discussion with God and let the Holy Spirit lead you to identify those problems or obstacles or holdbacks or anything that prevents you from advancing. So now you spend time with the Holy Spirit, you spend time with God and He he leads you, he, he now identify, helps you identify the problem. He, he helps you identify the barrier or the obstacle that's preventing you from advancing. So in, the, the most practical way is to go and write down everything that you think is an obstacle in your life. And we can see that in, in Ephesians. Um, Ephesians... Um, I just want to read to you this quickly, Ephesians 6 verse 12, it says, For the wrestle is not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of the world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. So, it's a, it's a spiritual thing because we do not live, we don't have a, a relationship with God in the flesh, we have a relationship with God in the spiritual realm. So, in order to identify those problems, you can go to Ephesians and it will explain to you, um, give you basic principles or, or samples of, of, of the, the works of the flesh. And most of those things are, are all barriers. Um, all of them are actually barriers and, and obstacles that you need to overcome or break down to a state of non-repair. But this is now important. You need to break it down to a state of non-repair. So if you demolish a building or you demolish something because it's an obstacle in your life, you don't want it to come back, right? You need you, you want it actually to be gone forever. So when you when you repent and you give your life you give your life to Jesus Christ, you actually have to break down each and every barrier that prevents you from having a relationship with God or prevents you from receiving His blessings. So, in order to do that, you need to identify, like I said, your your barriers or your obstacles. So, once you've done that, you now need to understand what tools you require to break down the barrier or the obstacle in order to advance. So, certain obstacles need certain tools. Um, if you want to break down a building, you 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 have to um, either use a, a wrecking ball or jackhammers or whatever the case may be. There's certain tools for a certain job, um, and that's very important. So you have to know what tools to use, and you'll have to identify what tools you need after identifying your barrier or the obstacle that you need to overcome. So, to obtain those tools, 
you need to spend time with God. You need the Holy Spirit to lead you to help you identify the tools that you need to break down the barrier or to break down the the obstacle. And it all basically comes to the one tool that you will need and and it's a it's a there's nothing else. It's it's the it's the Bible and then you need a relationship with God. That's it. That's the two most important things that you'll need. Is the first you need to have the word of God to follow the word of God as a basic guideline. Um as a like a I've done a, a sermon previously on a GPS. So and then you'll have to spend time with God so that He can take you through the process and He'll help you identify what the barriers is and how to break it down and what tools you will have to need to break down that barrier or to break down most cases it's repentance. Um in other in other cases it um it's truth maybe something went wrong in your life and it's a it's a kept secret remember god says that the truth will set, set you free so in some circumstances it will be um the truth that was never spoken it can be um it can be that you maybe is cross with somebody for a long time never got the chance or never um used the chance to actually make right so there's a lot of obstacles and barriers that can prevent you spiritually from having a proper relationship with God and actually receiving his blessings so now that you've spent time with God and you have actually you've actually identified with God what your barriers are and what the obstacles are and you have identified the tools to break it down in most cases it will be prayer prayer is one of the tools that you need um, like I said the Bible relationship with God walking um, on a daily basis with the Holy Spirit in your life you, you can't you can't reach out to God you can't have a relationship with God without these things it, it's just it's not going to happen it's just not going to happen for you so I want to use one or two or three examples that I've actually noted down um, of obstacles in the Bible of obstacles that certain people faced and having their focus on Christ and having their focus on God having their focus to to have a relationship with God they overcome these obstacles and God actually helped them to overcome these obstacles and one is very important but let's start with Mark Mark 2 verse 4 so this is this is the story about the paralyzed man and his four friends so the Bible doesn't state if it's his friends or family it's just four people so Mark 2 verse 4 and when they were unable to get near him that's not Jesus Christ because of all the people they got to the roof, uncovered where, uncovered where he was, so just above him. And when it was broken up, they let him down the bed on which the man was. So, 
these four friends or family members or they they wanted to, because they heard that Jesus Christ is a healer they they've they've because the the um the reputation of Jesus Christ exceeded him everybody knew um about the messiah everybody knew about Jesus and testimonies made it that people who has never even met Jesus Christ know about him. So, in that case, there was a barrier. Because how, how is, how is a person like me or a person like you going to know Jesus Christ? Let's say, let's use this example. We were in the time of Jesus Christ. Eh? We were living in the time of Jesus Christ. So now, we, here comes, here comes Jesus Christ and, and I know that my brother or my sister or whomever it is, is paralyzed. So how did, how, how did Jesus Christ get, how did God get the word out to those people that, that miracles happen with Jesus Christ, right? It's by testimonies. So by overcoming the barrier of not knowing who Jesus Christ is or not knowing what Jesus Christ can do, he used the tool of testimonies. So firstly, he healed my brother. Now I testify and my brother testifies that, you know what, Jesus healed me. This 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 person they call the Messiah, he healed me. Um, you know in what state my body was. You know in what state um, my my um, mind was I was not in a in a good place or a well place um, and then Jesus Christ came and he healed me and because my brother or my sister knows what I've gone through and 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 what state I was at this stage he now says did you know that Christopher was healed by Jesus Christ because he, you know he was paralyzed you know he was this and that and all so forth now the word starts spreading so now the tool that God used, testimony, and word of mouth, he, he, he utilized people, which was the one tool, people. Secondly, he utilized um, healing. And thirdly, he utilized the tool of communication or testimonies and so forth. So now, because God knew that when Jesus Christ um, is going to heal the person who is paralyzed, like in Mark two verse four. He knew that the 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 name of Jesus Christ had to exceed him. His reputation had to exceed him in order to pre prepare a miracle for that specific day. So that was the tools that that God utilized, and which is not. It, it makes sense. It's not unpractical. It's a practical thing. It, 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 it just makes sense. So, they, because these people heard of Jesus Christ, excuse me, <clears throat> because of the tools that God utilized or used to announce um, Jesus Christ or to make his reputation exceed himself so that people might start believing, right? They, they have hope. They had hope now, before they, there was no hope. So, now God 
broke through that barrier of not knowing who Jesus Christ is by utilizing tools, um, like I said, um, testimonies, word of mouth, and so forth. Breaking that barrier so that people can know of Jesus Christ, exceeding, exceeding his reputation. So now these people, the, the barrier was broken. There's no more barrier. It was broken beyond repair up and, and, and well, like I said, if you want to break something down, you have to break it down to the bare bone. You have to break it down beyond, uh, beyond the state of repair. Beyond the state of repair. And the, the, the great example is that God did it in such a way that even after Jesus Christ's death, after His resurrection, up until now, in our modern life, His name still exceeds Him. Because why? When God broke the barrier of not knowing Jesus Christ, He broke it completely, up to a state of non-repair. You, you can't repair that anymore. God has broken it down, and that's why, till today, till today, the name of Jesus Christ is known all over this world as the name of healing, as the name of love, as the name of mercy. Till today, thousands of years, up until now, it still exists. So the second example was, remember when, 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 when Moses led the Israelites out of Egypt, they came to a point where they could go no further. And that was at the Red Sea. So when they got to the sea, and I think most of the people was like, okay, we're doomed now, we're gone, it's, we're done for, we, we've been spending all this time in the desert, and we've been going through hunger, we've been going through thirst, we've been going through um, losing of loved ones, we've been, all these things, and now Moses said that God is going to lead us into a, a promised land. He, God is going to give us a promised land. And now we get to the sea and everything seems like, oh my word. Yeah, it was everything for nothing. But, and that was a barrier, and that was like a serious barrier. It was like, a, it was like when David and, and Goliath, it was like the Goliath for the Israelites. So, they couldn't see a way. Because like we know today, the sea is it's deep. There's predators in the sea. So we, even if we try to swim, we're going to die, right? But then God said to Moses, raise your hand. And he parted the sea. Now, I want to explain this to you quickly. In Exodus 14 verse 21, and Moses, and when Moses... Moses' hand, excuse me, and when Moses' hand was stretched out over the sea, the Lord, with a strong wind, east wind, made the sea go back all night, and the waters were parted in two, and the sea became dry land. This is, now this is, this is seriously amazing. So you need to understand how quickly that when Moses, when God said, Moses, stretch out your hand, even when Moses saw this big obstacle and he saw the sea and he was like, mm -mm. today we die. Jesus said, or God said, stretch your hand over the sea. And Moses like, stretched his hand over the sea 
and for a whole night. Now, this is very important. It's not just whoosh and there it is. This people, this Israelites had to witness, they had to witness a whole night how God was busy breaking a barrier or an obstacle. In which this case was an obstacle. So I want to read this again. The Lord with a strong east wind made the sea go back all night and the waters were parted in two and the sea became dry land. What You know what I mean. God is, is not like the... Um, it's not like a wooden statue that you pray to and maybe believe or try to believe that something is going to happen for you. God is beyond our knowledge, beyond our understanding. He's just an amazing God. And but here's the thing. You'll see in both cases with the paralyzed man in, in the book of Mark and also in the book of Exodus when Moses actually brought the sea. Both in both cases there's a third one, but this is this is a good one. In both cases, us as people, us as people, had to do some some part from our side as well. We needed we needed to do some part from our side. So God said to Moses, "Stay your hand over the sea." If if Moses did not stretch his hand over the sea, it would not have parted for a whole night. It would not have parted, and the the Egyptians would have killed the Israelites, all of them. Their armor was of such a state that the Israelites actually had no chance against the a fighting chance against the the Egyptians. And and God knew this. They were not equipped for fighting. They were not trained for fighting. They were trained or they were followers. Like in, in our basic life today, we have leaders, we have followers. That time it was the same. So, in the case of the paralyzed man in the book of Mark, if the four, the four people, let's say family or friends, is it relevant? If the four people did not do something from their part to get onto the roof, to break away the roof above Jesus and lowering down their friend or their family member, Jesus would not have healed the person. Why? Because God is not going to force something onto you. He knows there is a barrier, but you need to want to break that barrier. You need to be in the state of mind that, God, I want to break this barrier. I, I'm struggling to reach out to you. I'm struggling to, to experience freedom. I'm, I'm struggling... Whatever your struggle may be, it is a barrier or an obstacle. And you need to overcome that obstacle or the barrier in order to advance. It's, it's like that. It's, it's, a, it's a basic principle. It's like that. So, here's the other point. is the internal damnation. So, we were damned for eternal suffering, punishment and all those things. 
and God knew that there is a barrier. The, the barrier need to be broken in order for us to be free, to be able to exp- uh, um, experience eternal life, in, in order for us to to actually have a relationship with God, to actually have Him as our Father and not just as our Maker. Now, please do understand, He will also be our, always be our Maker, but He is also our Father, our Creator. And, and, he, and I actually told um, a person um, in last week or a week before that God sits with our blueprints. He's the, he's the Creator and He knows what we go through and He knows how we tick, what makes us tick, he knows that. But he's also a merciful and gracious God. And he's a I just I, I was just listening to this song of um the Gators where where this person sings that he's a waymaker, miracle worker, and um it's just, just amazing, just amazing. Okay, so God knew that when we want to, we needed to have a, a relationship with God, and we needed to be freed from our eternal damnation, which was, was we were done for. So He then sent Jesus Christ, who died who took all our sins, all our punishment on Him and died for our sins. Now the moment that Jesus Christ died and His blood was shed, the barrier was broken. And you can actually read further in the book of Mark where the actual um, um, what, what do you call this? I don't know what you call it. Um, uh, when, when something was torn in the temple, in half, that was a sign that the barrier was broken. The obstacle was overcome. We are now free. Um, I'm, I'm sorry for not getting to the word. Um, but, but, but that's what happened. God broke the barrier. Jesus Christ broke the barrier. But it also says here in Revelation 1.18, He says, And I was dead. And see, I am forever. Living forever, excuse me. I am living forever. So, Revelation 1.18, And I was dead, and see, I am living forever. And I have the keys of death and of hell. So, sometimes a barrier can be also a door. In this case, it was a a, a spiritual door um, between life and death. And... Jesus went and he fetched the keys from our enemy and he now holds the power and possesses the keys to either send us to hell for eternal punishment or open the gates of heaven so we may enter. But now, here's the other thing. The same as what happened in Mark, in the book of Mark, and also in Exodus between Moses and the Israelites in the sea, and the person who was paralyzed and his four friends who lowered him down the roof, is the same with us. 
we can't just sit back and expect okay thank you god when i die you open the gate for me and i'll just go on my merry way it, it just doesn't work like that it doesn't work like that you need to do something from your side you need to have a relationship with god and the moment you have a relationship with god you are now possessing the powers to break your barriers so i want to read to you quickly ephesians 6 verse 12 it says it reads for we wrestle not against flesh and blood but against principalities against powers against the rulers of the darkness of the world against spiritual wickedness and in high places so these are all barriers these things are called listen listen to me carefully our enemy satan he will go and he will send out these troops or whatever demons um wicked spirits evil spirits he'll send them to make it as difficult for you as possible to break that barrier or to break that obstacle why because he knows what god has in store for you firstly second he knows who you are in christ and thirdly he knows what you can do the moment you possesses that powers that god is in uh, has in store for you and that makes him scared it makes him scared and that's how it is so you'll you now go and you um uh, um go and have an influence on your um let's say your finances your health um you and, and this has happened before and this has happened this is actually happening a lot a lot with us christians or children of god when you go in prayer is one of the most powerful weapons you have is prayer so when you you go into prayer you are now if you realize it or not you are now engaging in a warfare in a spiritual warfare and to prevent you from having this warfare you suddenly feel yeah but i'm exhausted i'm i'm seriously tired and uh, I don't have energy and all those things. So now he's attacking your body. He's attacking your energy. And so what happens if a person is weak in battle? Well, most likely he'll die. But, or get seriously injured. And it's the same with us. The moment we stop battling, or stop breaking our barriers the barrier will stand the barrier will last and you will not reach your destination you will not advance you will not reach god and he will not reach you and that's it that's a basic fact and it's how it is but now god gives you also tools for these demons and evil spirits and wickednesses and all those things god has a specific gear that he has for you and that you can find let, let me just give it to you it's the armor of god so most of you know the armor of god you know what the power of it it, it holds those who does not it's the belt of truth it's the breastplate of righteousness the shoes of peace peace 
the shield of faith, the helmet of salvation, and the sword of the Spirit, which is also the Word of God. So those six items, God actually gears you up for battle. But God can provide these things. But He can't make you wear it. You'll have to wear it yourself. If you want to break through, if you want to break the barrier, you want to break the obstacle or demolish the obstacle, you want to do it as a permanent thing, not just breaking it today and tomorrow, it will just, you you, you yourself will rebuild it. You're going to rebuild it yourself. (laughs) That's crazy. But you're going to rebuild it yourself if you do not break it completely. So, the message for today is, if you want to break a barrier, and you want to break an obstacle or move an obstacle out of your way, you have to firstly do it as a permanent solution. You, like like when, what God did when, when, um, when He wanted to break the barrier between um, healing, between um, freedom, between salvation, between all those things, he actually had to use specific tools in order for the people to know about Jesus Christ, exceeding his reputation, because God knew what's going to happen on that day. He, He knew that ABC person needs to be saved. He knew that all these things need to be happen. So in order to do that, he needed to do specific things and breaking down that barrier up into a state of non-repair where we, where we are today, still that wall is broken. The barrier is broken. The obstacle has been removed. Still today. So that's a great example when you want to break something. In, in our case, we want to break the barriers between us and God, between us and salvation, between us and grace, between us and the eternal life, between us and love of Jesus Christ, between all these things, we need to ensure that we utilize these tools. So, that being said, God is a great example of what happened when he actually breaks a barrier, he breaks it completely and he breaks it so that it lasts for thousands of years. Like from the time of Jesus up until now, that barrier was broken and it's still broken. Nobody can rebuild it. Even after us, Jesus Christ's name will still exceed his reputation. He will, it, it will go from generation to generation to generation because when God broke the barrier, he broke it completely beyond the state of repair. It can't be repaired. And that's what we want. So when we break a barrier between us and God, or us and our blessings of Christ, or a relationship with God, we need to break that barrier completely. We need to break it in such a state so it can't be repaired forever. And the greatest example was what I explained now, when God broke the barrier since the time of Jesus till now. So I leave you with this message and I I hope that God has opened the hearts and the eyes 
of a lot of people. And I pray that God will be with you to break through your barriers and break through the obstacles that's in your way to have a better relationship with Him and to have proper communication with Him and actually receive the blessings that God has in store for us. Let's pray. Dear Father, we thank You for today. We thank You for the word that you has brought that you brought to us today father we thank you that you opened our hearts opened our eyes so that we can see and we can have a relationship with you father to break the barriers that standing between us and you and us and your blessings for us father thank you for giving us the tools to do so Father, we ask that you be with us every day so that we can break the barrier on a daily basis. Father, but that we break it in such a manner that nobody can rebuild it again. Father, if it's for spiritual healing, physical healing, Father, for those who stand at the crossroads and does not know how to break that barrier, for that you will guide them and direct them into the right direction, for that they might take, that they might, they might take up the tools and break the barrier beyond the state of repair. Father, we thank you again for blessing this word. We thank you again for not giving up on us. We pray this in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Friends, brothers, sisters, have a blessed day and we'll see you next Sunday. God bless.